Hey everybody, welcome to Post Political Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Britton. I'm happy to have everybody uh, right before the new year. Uh, I know we usually go live on Thursdays, but uh, this one before the, you know New Year's Eve, I figured it'd be great to go uh, live on Wednesday. Uh, you, as always, you can catch the show afterwards. This will be uh, recorded and put on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, you see some upgrades behind me. I got some, a little bit of uh, noise cancellation or echo, I guess, uh, uh, dampening uh, as well, and uh, can can throw up some of my uh, my favorite records right now. Um, so yeah, so I hope everyone's as excited as I am because um, I actually uh, just started getting to know Joel, and I'm uh, I'm a pretty big fan already. Um, I'm excited to bring him on and talk to you about his campaign for mayor. And uh, first off, as you guys know, I got some sponsors, so. Here's Brewed Coffee down in uh, Kentucky. Definitely check them out. I will put my affiliate link in the uh, comments and you can take a look. You can buy anything from uh, K-Cups to their you know regular ground coffee and then obviously you know uh, uh, mugs and, and shirts and all that stuff as well too. Uh, and then also, as you guys all know, the Vernon Supreme Institute uh, is a wonderful, wonderful organization um, that is working to help uh, end the duopoly also educate folks on uh, forgotten lost history and then as well as um, helping the world be a better place through mutual aid programs and, and you know different works programs throughout the country so without further ado here is Joel how you doing man I'm doing good Derek thanks for having me on yeah, I'm pretty excited to, like I said, I, I uh, just got to, to know you uh, in the last uh, couple of weeks here and I'm, I'm a big fan. I, I think, uh, I think we clicked pretty well and I, I'm excited to talk to you tonight. Hey, you, I, we, we clicked pretty well. And to be honest, I was going to keep annoying you until you had me on the show anyway. So I'm glad it, glad it worked out quickly because otherwise you probably got tired of me. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, so yeah, so let's, uh, I, first off, you are running for mayor of East Stroudsburg, correct? Yes, Pennsylvania. Sir. Yes, sir. Nice. And where is that actually? Pennsylvania's a big state. Where is that physically located? That is where most most people would know it as the Poconos. If they know yep. the area, it's a big, uh, big tourist area, a lot of resorts. Um, it's on the eastern side of the state. We are right next to New Jersey, sadly. Um, <laughs> about hour and a half, maybe two hours north of Philadelphia. Depends on how you drive. An hour and a half for me. Um but yeah, it's it's a beautiful area. Um, got a lot of a lot of people uh, moving in into the area, um, trying to get away from the city and stuff. But it's there's a lot of a lot of mountains, a lot of woods, and a lot of uh, a lot of farm and cornfields and stuff. So I, I love it. It's perfect for me. That's beautiful. Yeah, I grew up in Southern Maine, so kind of the same. I actually I got to have the beach as well a little bit close, but for the most part, it was you know farm and woods and. Uh, it was nice, kind of secluded, but you got to be closer to some of the cities as well. So. Yeah, my, my dad's uh, family, uh, my grandma, my uncle, my aunt, and them, they all go up to Maine for vacation every year, and I couldn't tell you where the heck they go, but I know uh, they're right on a, a harbor, I want to say. They're near water. They, they rent a farmhouse. Maine's a, Maine's a beautiful place. I love all of New England. I mean, I, I went up to Vermont, and it's just redneck heaven up there in most places, <laughs> so I loved it. I was riding a quad. I could have fired a gun off if I wanted to. It was just a wonderful time up there. Yeah, it's beautiful out there. We, me and my wife go up there all the time. I went there as a kid all the time. We, I live in Massachusetts now, so it's a really short trip for me to get up there. Uh, it's an awesome, awesome place. You, you better be a Sox fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, my man. 
Yeah, we uh, we go probably uh, two, three times a year, uh, depending on the, the season. So, Look, I don't care what comes from this podcast uh, or, or politics. I don't care. You need to invite me up for a Sox game because that's on my bucket list. I don't care if it's standing room only. I need to get up for a Sox game. I love the Sox, and I love Fenway, and I've never been. Absolutely. Actually, it's a funny story. That's that's how I kind of reconnected with my wife. I knew her in high school. I uh, kind of had a crush on her in high school, but we never really talked. And she said she'd never been to Fenway. So I invited her down to Fenway. And that was like the big, you know, kind of first thing that we uh, reconnected during. So it's kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to marry you if you <laughs> but I would still love to go. Well, that. Sorry, definitely have to make that happen. That's gonna <laughs> be good. Uh, so I wanted to uh, jump into a little bit of the uh, the politics and how you got here. I know uh, you were involved in the uh, campaigns this year, but yeah, kind of tell us your story on how you got to uh, third party. So you know, some people, I don't know if you started here or came here from one of the two major parties, but let's hear your story. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. So like a lot of libertarians, I know I am a recovering Republican. Um. But even when I was a Republican, I had libertarian views, and I just didn't know there was a party that better represented them. Um, and then in 2012, of course, Ron Paul came along, and I watched him, and I went, holy crap, this guy's great. Um, and one of my friends kind of introduced me to him. I started listening to him more, and then I looked into him more and said, okay, he's running as a Republican, but here's what he really is, and that's how I kind of – came to find out about the party. Um, yep. So ever since then, I've, I've been a libertarian, at least a, a little L libertarian, as they call it. Um, I've switched my affiliation back and forth a couple of times just because I've known people uh, locally who were running as Republicans and I wanted to vote for them in the primary. But um, it's probably been four years since I, I switched away from that. So now I'm a big L dues-paying member libertarian. Um. But for the past about eight years, I'd say. Um, but even those past eight years, <clears throat> I was I wasn't really involved. I, I would I would vote libertarian. I'd I'd share memes and, and stuff like yeah. that. <clears throat> um, but then this year, with the the liber <clears throat> me, the libertarian convention being online, I thought, hey, what would any normal human being do? Let's watch the entire convention start to finish online. And my girlfriend at the time, I'm sure, loved it because. Who wouldn't? But I did that. They nominated Joe Jorgensen, obviously. Um, I, to be honest, didn't know who the heck she was. So I looked yep. her up and I thought, hey, I like this person. Let me let me go to her Facebook page. And uh, they were looking for people to run the state Facebook pages. So I thought, oh, great. Nobody said PA yet. Let me do it. Thinking they're going to be like, shut up, idiot. Like, we're, we got people with degrees in this stuff. To nope. They had me start the Facebook page. I was like, yeah. oh, well, I guess I'm in it now. <clears throat> and then from there, I became the social media director for the Jorgensen Cohen campaign in Pennsylvania, running the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And before I forget and get some angry text messages, I have to shout out Bonnie Flaherty. <clears throat> I met her through the campaign. She's been my right hand with all this social media stuff. One of the nicest people I've ever met. Hater. Love her to death. <clears throat> Great person. We do all we do all our political stuff together now. Awesome. Um, I became the volunteer coordinator for my county for county for Jorgensen. I was the social media director for a short time for Thomas Queter, who ran for Senate in New York. Yep. 
Um, another one of the nice, just nicest people I've ever met in my life. And future uh, podcast guest. He's coming on uh, in about a month and a half. Uh, he's just one of the funniest and most sincerely nicest people I've ever met, um, which is rare for libertarians because, as you know, we're all horribly racist and hate the poor. That's, that's what everyone tells us. Yeah. Um, I'm on the Media Relations Committee um, for the Libertarian Party of PA. I'm obviously, like you said, running for mayor. And because this is the year I was going to take a little bit of a break, I'm also the social media director for Steve Sheets for U.S. Senate, who's running for Senate here in Pennsylvania, and uh, Joseph P. Solosky, who is running to become the uh, Libertarian nominee for governor here in Pennsylvania, who is once again, for some reason, one of the nicest dudes I've ever met. Um, although I do keep joking with him, he's a really nice dude, but he won't pay me. <laughs> uh, role. So I'm hoping if I say this out on a podcast, Joe, if you're watching, come on, like 20 bucks, something, anything, man. <laughs> but yeah, good plug. I, uh, apparently I don't know how to say no to jobs or how to take a break. And then I complain about it, how busy I am and blah, 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 blah. And my girlfriend will say, but you love it. I'm like, I know I freaking love it. I can't stop. Same here. Yeah. I, I did the same thing this year with, with the campaign stuff. So I hear you. It's, it's, it's addicting. I mean, once you, and especially helping good people, like you said, you want to help good people when they ask. Well, it's bad enough that I, I keep saying yes to all these campaigns, but I'm like, you know what? I work nights in a warehouse. I'm on all these campaigns. I'm getting too much sleep and have too much free time. I better run for office too. You know, I, I want to be sleeping like four hours a night. No more than that. <laughs> Well, I just have a newborn, so I know exactly uh, uh, sleeping four hours a night or three hours, two hours of nights, depending on how it uh, is. You're getting way too much sleep, but you got to cut that down, man. That's true. So yeah, as you as you mentioned, you know, you're you're running for mayor. I uh, I definitely, uh, you know, in prep for this, I looked at uh, a bunch of your platform as well, and and uh, I love it. I, I think there's a couple of fun pieces on here, and then a couple of really, uh, you know. Uh, good pieces that will I think be very popular with folks and also show them that being a libertarian is not only about uh, uh, trying to reduce the amount of uh, centralized uh, work being done by, by government, but also trying to help people in different ways. Um, you know, maybe outside of the, the, the government. And I, I, you know, love to talk a little bit more about a couple of pieces of it. Did, uh, when you were on my website, did you happen to notice that there was a donate button? I did. Yes. I, 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 I take a look at that. It out there. Some people missed it, Derek. I just, you know, there is a donate button on getsformayor.com. Just, you know, I know you have a newborn, so maybe not you, but if anybody's watching, politics ain't cheap. That's right. Yeah. Gets, getsformayor.com slash donate is the, is the donate page. So. Definitely check it out. The uh, one of the big things I've talked about a couple of times in this podcast with folks is, you know, I I helped run a couple of campaigns. One of them in Illinois, we were running up against a Republican. There was no Democrat in the race, and he raised something like fifty thousand dollars in the last month, just the last month. And we had raised, you know, five k or something like that. The entirety of the and it was a we did well. We thought we did, you know, that was a, a pretty good, uh, um, you know, fundraising for that campaign. And it's just, we really do fight up against a big, big machine that uh, is very tough without 
having some sort of, you know, financing to buy the signs, the flyers, the do, you know, doing the door knocking and all that stuff. It all takes money guys. So, and you know what, I don't know what the heck I do with 50 grand. I mean, I, I need a few grand to, to get, to get what I need. If, if I got 50 grand, I would probably be like a child with it and rent a blimp or something. Like, <laughs> I, hey, so I don't need 50 grand, but if you guys want to toss me a couple grand, like I can make do with a couple grand. I'm, I'm not a fancy man. I got, I got a can of Pabst blue ribbon with me. Like, there you go. I'm not fancy. I just, I just need a little bit of money for signs and t-shirts and stuff like that. I don't know what the heck you do with 50 grand other than, buy a really nice car i don't know yeah i i don't i don't know either it, it seems like it's uh we're a little bit more resourceful or, or maybe just a little bit more principled uh and and uh what the money we try and raise but um no i i i saw a bunch of things on on here that i really liked one of the big pieces was um you know the first piece you have right on there is urging uh the decriminalization of of cannabis and um i also wanted to you know kind of ask a little bit on that you know what do you think the likeliness of that is of the council doing something like that? Uh, how much could you push that? And then uh, would you be able to push it any further with, you know, psilocybin or any other uh, kind of drug decriminalization in, in the, the city? Yeah. So as mayor and even it's, it's self-described on the borough website that the mayor is essentially like the queen of England. It's more of a figure at position. Um, so I can't unilaterally do a lot of things. I can't, force a lot of things but if i'm elected i'll go in there every meeting urging pe- these people to take this up yeah they do it um I, i'm very we're liber- i'm a libertarian i'm very good at being persistent and annoying <laughs> um, so i'm I, I i'm very confident that i can get them to at least talk about it and and with an open and if they talk about it with an open mind and they choose not to do it i I can almost live with that. Yep. Um, and in terms of the of cybacillin um, and other drugs, it's not something I'm going to focus on. Um, but if it's if 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 a group of citizens or a, a council member want to bring it up, I would 100% support that. Um, I've read a lot about uh, cybacillin, which for people who don't know or are going to pretend like they don't know, it's basically mushrooms. It's the active ingredient in mushrooms, from what I've been told by Derek. Um, right. <laughs> um, it does wonders for um, anxiety and depression and other uh, mental illnesses. Um, and of course, you're not ripping handfuls of them at a you know a single time. It, you take a certain amount, you're going to have what people call a trip but if you take small doses of them it it's actually more effective at treating uh mental illness problems than a lot of pharmaceuticals with little to i would dare to say no no negative side effects because it's natural it's a mushroom that comes from the ground and i i I know people who take colonopin tell me what's in that right yeah (laughs) You know, um, but yeah, it, it, things like that, if they were to be brought up, I would stand behind it 110%, probably not going to push it myself unless, hey, if I go to push the, the, the marijuana decriminalization and it goes super well, then, hey, let's fight for more. Um, yeah. uh, a lot of people aren't ready for certain things, so I'm going to try to take it small. Um, 
Yeah. Looking at the rest of the country, a lot of the rest of the country is ready to talk about how marijuana isn't uh, as bad as they said it was in that really old timey uh, film. What was that old timey uh, film that was just complete garbage? You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I've actually I've seen it a couple of times. Uh, Uh, Huh? Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness. That marijuana is not as bad as it's in in Reefer Madness, um, which, God, everybody watch Reefer Madness. It's just a... It's funny. It's absolutely amazing. If you watch it, the satire now, it's it's hilarious. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. I, 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 ch- I don't personally partake in the use of marijuana, but I can almost guarantee you that if you were to watch that movie while you were partaking in it, you would have an even better time because it's absolutely... absolutely. No, that's great. I and, I and and I think that's a great approach. I mean, there's like you said, there's uh, a lot of folks willing to have the conversation about cannabis and, and further, you know, beyond that. I think some major cities, you know, uh, in in a few places like Denver, are having those conversations and actually either legalizing or decriminalizing small amounts. Um, but yeah, it's going to take some time to kind of permeate through the rest of you know, kind of the rest of America. So. Yeah, what what one city just decriminalized all hard drugs, didn't they? I forget which one. If that was, uh, I think the whole state of Oregon. Which one? The whole state of Oregon. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That was it. And I was like, oh, that's it's like libertarian. I'm about half tempted if I don't win this election to move out to Oregon. Yeah, my uh, sibling just uh, actually moved uh, back from Oregon back to the East Coast, and I'm like, you wow. missed your timing. <laughs> this is a few years back, but still, they're going the wrong way, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, and I, you know, for looking down further on the um, on the uh, the different issues and stuff that you talk about, um, I this really caught my eye because I've just I've never seen something like this tackled uh, on a, on a page like this. But uh, you know, the sidewalk shoveling, trash and lawn ordinances. You know, a lot of cities uh, and towns do regulate uh, that. You, it's mandatory that you have to clean the sidewalk in front of you. And some folks are disabled. Some folks are uh, just not able to get out there and, and do that every single time. And um, it can be, especially to um, anyone that's on fixed income or anything like that, it can be really, those fines can be huge and really kind of debilitating. So, um, yeah, it, it just, it's, it sounded like a cool little program. I, and I wanted to hear a little bit more about it. I know very early on, but what's your uh, kind of take and plan on that? Yeah, and um, our borough does have um, an ordinance that it has to be cleared within 24 hours. Um, and I, let's say for every 10 households that don't clear it in a timely fashion, I'd be willing to bet that 9 out of 10 of them, it's not because they're jerks. It's because they either can't or, hey, maybe that week they can't. Maybe they're sick. Maybe they have an injury. They, they can't do it that week. I know if I see, you know, I, I clear some some stuff out when it snows that I don't have to do. Um, I should probably be no, be doing more because I'm 26 years old, but I work in a warehouse and I've got the body of an 85 year old man. But right. I do what I can. But i i don't I don't want the borough to be fining people for this stuff because I'm a libertarian. I don't I don't I don't want to find anybody. I don't want to do any of that stuff. Especially now if you look out your window and say, "Hey, it's snowing." Ah, screw them. Well then, I'm not going to help you out. But right. 
for people, for the elderly, for the disabled, for, for people who, and, and hell, even if you just don't want to do it, that's fine. But as long, you know, at least take the press, you know, the, uh, the initiative to say, Hey, I don't want to do it myself, but I'll make sure it gets done. Yep. I, I walk, I walk a dog in, in my neighborhood and it's kind of a pain in the rear end to, to, you know, go over icy sidewalks and stuff. So I don't know if we're going to do it through the borough website or try to create an app. I don't know how to do either. I just know I'm smart enough to surround myself with people who are smart enough. Yep. Um, and you know, have people who say, Hey, I'm older and it's difficult for me to do this. I, I have this injury. It's old, It's difficult for me to do this. Yep. And then let's pair them up almost like a, uh, a mutual aid version of Tinder um, <laughs> with, you know, kids or able-bodied adults who can do it and say, Hey, you know, I would agree to pay you this much money to shovel an area roughly this size or a picture of it, whatever. Yep. And if they want to do it, great. They, they do it, they get paid. We're, we're, we're given um, either, you know, <clears throat> kids or uh, just people who want to make extra money, money that they're probably going to then reinvest into the community. Oh, absolutely. So we're given them money and then we're let the, we're, we're helping the elderly or the people with injuries or what have you feel that, you know, they're not providing a detriment to the community with a slippery surface or anything like that, because people don't want to feel like they're, they're being jerks. It's just, Absolutely. there's nothing they new about it. They're not being jerks. It's just hard for them and yep. people need help. Um, and then, you know, things are clear for the people who have to walk their dogs, walk their kids to school. You have the pride, you have the, the pride of the homeowners having a clear area and then you got people making money. I mean, it's, it's a triple win really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I we had the same, you know, my uh, wife actually just mentioned in the comments, we had a newborn the next day we had, uh, you know, I think it was 18 inches of snow, and we couldn't get to it right, and my snowblower broke in the middle of the night as I'm trying to clear all the snow, and I would have gladly, you know, I think thinking out of the box like that is exactly what we need in a lot of these local communities. Uh, I, I saw her comment come up, and I didn't recognize the last name, and I was like, oh no, is someone mad at me for saying people they should clear their sidewalk or something? Now I feel a lot better. Yeah, no, that's that's my wife in the comments. There. <laughs> no, yeah, and I think that's cool. Like, I think I think more of those types of ideas are going to get us to where we need to be in local communities than these kind of big programs that are, um, you know, uh, typically mismanaged with with our taxpayer money uh, and and not typically as effective or as efficient as, as doing what we need to do. Uh, as and, and like you said. These folks are going to take that money and probably reinvest it right back into the community, buy a, a coffee at the local coffee shop or whatever. You know, I, th I think those kind of um, solutions are, are just what we need to start striving towards instead of how can the government fix this problem for me? Oh, I, I can tell you exactly how the government can fix every problem. Stop trying to fix it. <laughs> get out of it. <laughs> I agree. Well, you, you won't get any complaints out of me there. But, uh, but yeah, it, uh, and that was, that was another part of my platform is I want to go, I, I know a lot of local business owners, um, just from, from being born and raised in this area, but I want to get a chance to meet the rest of them and sit down with them and just ask them. I, I'm not going to pretend like I know how to make everything better or all that. I want to ask them, Hey, what are we doing? That's making it more of a pain than you know what 
yep. to run your business successfully. Is there anything I could do to get us out of the way? Um, is there anything that we can do proactively to help you within reason that, you know, isn't unfair to taxpayers, but is there at least anything we can do to get out of your way? Like uh, <clears throat> also on my website, I mean, yard sale permits and needing to be permitted to have sidewalk sales that, okay. The borough owns the sidewalks, right? Does the borough come and does, does the borough come and shovel my sidewalk? No. Right. They find me if I don't do it. So if you have to take care of your own sidewalk, you can have a sidewalk sale whenever you damn well please, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. If, if I have, I, I know mayors in some cities and stuff can just toss tickets out and I have to look into it. Cause if I can toss out a traffic ticket or fines or stuff like that, I'm going to be the Ron Paul of mayors and just say no to everything. I'm tossing everything out. That's yeah. I, I, I agree. And I, I think, you know, like you said, talking, I think one of the biggest things that we as uh, libertarians in, in local races can do is talk to the small business owners. I think they're typically the folks that get overlooked in a lot of these. So, you know, you'll see uh, a lot of stuff in the national news that will impact them uh, probably more than it impacts uh, kind of a big business, but you only hear the side of the, uh, the big business. You won't hear the side of how it impacts the small business owners. And I think there's no one really looking out for, for those folks in our communities. And those are the folks, like we said before, when you buy something off Amazon, uh, you know, the, the folks that are making money off of that aren't reinvesting in your community. When you spend money at a local shop, that person's probably going to also spend that money at another local shop because they live there and they're, you know, they're impacting that local community. I, I think there's, there's a, a big benefit in us uh, reaching out and talking to those business owners, especially any, any sort of local race. I think that's exactly. And Excuse me. You know, if when, when I'm going to be going around, you know, doing my campaign stuff and trying to get people to help me pass out my uh, my merch and stuff, Amazon's not going to be around helping me. Right. Amazon doesn't give a damn if I live or die. But, you know, I, I have connections with these businesses that, that are great. Um, and just to address one of the comments we got from one of my high school friends. Yes, Carissa, I do have a microphone, uh, headphones with a mic but it causes a severe lag. So that's why we just decided to suck it up and go with a little bit of feedback. Thank you though. And make sure you donate to my campaign. That's right. Getsfromair.com slash donate. We'll put it in the comments there. So. <laughs> no, that's great. And I, I think you know, there's, there's a, a lot of, and I like the, uh, the style of the webpage as well. You know, there's, there's some awesome uh, comedy spots in there, you know, and maybe, maybe serious invading Shroudsburg. You know, that, that's well, awesome little. <clears throat> there's another shout out I need to do. Michelle Taroli does uh, graphics and websites for at least three campaigns, including mine. Does not get the recognition she deserves because there isn't an amount that you can give her that would be fair. She's absolutely incredible. Michelle Taroli, who I'm pretty sure is actually in our comments somewhere. She might oh, nice. be one of the first comments. Yeah, she, she's in our comments. Michelle Marino Taroli fantastic she does great websites she took me pictures of me and made me look like an adult running an actual campaign it's absolutely fantastic so she's great and yeah the invade stroudsburg thing look i'm gonna give them a chance if they want to play ball they can play ball if not whatever happens isn't it's not on me you know i I know the mayor in Strasbourg, uh, you know, we can sit down and talk, but 
It is what it is. That's right. That's yeah. right. No, it's it's great. And I like I said, I I'm just I'm a big fan of uh the style in which uh you you carry yourself and in in uh kind of show yourself on the website as well. It's it's pretty great. And I've I've, I've been asked the question, are you are you running a Joe campaign or are you running to win? <clears throat> yes. I I I'm I'm running a campaign based on who I am. Yep. Um <clears throat> I'm quite a bit toned down because I'd like to win, but um, and, and I, I kind of like had this thought when I was watching your interview with Adam who ran for mayor, it, if I get the most votes, but I'm a fake sellout, I didn't win. Yeah. I, I would, I would rather lose and be able to sleep at night knowing I stayed true to first and foremost, what I believe in then first and foremost, and then second libertarian principles and yeah. lost. I, if, if I lose, but we did everything and stayed true to ourselves. So be it. We did our best. If I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be fake just to win. Um, I'd, I'd rather lose than, than be fake. It's not yeah. who I am. It's not how I was raised. I, you can like me, you can love me, you can hate me. I hope you like me and you vote for me, but you know, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. I think, you know, I, obviously I do a lot of work with vermin Supreme and I, I appreciate the people who are there to do uh, themselves. You know, do be be you. you. Don't don't do uh, a suit and tie. And you know, there there are times to wear a suit and tie, sure. But don't do that all the time if that's what you are never doing. You know, on your own kind of thing. Be, and hey, I'm wearing a golf shirt for this interview, right? So I, you know, I'm looking a little bit professional. But guess what? I got sweatpants on right now. That's right. So I've like I said, I've toned it down. But I'm still being me. That's Plus, good. 2020, we all know waist up is what matters for interviews. Like, that other than that, just do what you need to do, man. You're, honestly, everybody's lucky I'm even wearing pants. <laughs> That's great. So uh, one of the big things, too, and I wanted to, to definitely talk about, you know, part of the the, the two pieces of the, the post-political podcast that I try and bring up is, one, you know, how are we going to do uh, get together and work with, uh, other third parties and, and work to, to kind of break down the duopoly. The other piece of it is, you know, uh, mutual aid programs and how can we be impactful outside of electoral politics? Uh, and I know uh, we talked a little bit right before the, uh, the interview and pre-production. I know you, you said you were involved with uh, uh, kind of a mutual aid uh, program uh, outside of electoral politics. And I just wanted to touch on that and hear a little bit more about it. Cause it sounded really interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I love to tell people about it, and as I've started doing these interviews, I kind of made it like a personal thing where um, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on it in every interview. And some people might have to bear with me I, if I talk about it. There's a 50-50 chance I'll get emotional. I don't know, but um, I do chair a charity walk every year for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Um, you can go to their website at A as in Adam, F as in Freedom. S as in Sam, P as in pandemic.org. Um, <clears throat> they are one of the leading organizations to help people with mental illnesses um, and not just help people uh, who are suffering from the mental illnesses, but provide education to family members of people with mental illnesses um, <clears throat> because it's not easy for everyone to deal with. I know. Um, 
when I first kind of realized that I, I had some stuff going on and I'm, I'm not ashamed to say I deal with anxiety and depression. I don't give a damn if people know that I'm, I, I'll wear it like a badge. Um, yep. One of the first things my dad said to me when, when he, when he told me, when I told him that I, you know, I, I needed some help with it was I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really understand it, but if you need help, we're going to get it for you. Yep. Um, and that's, that's one of the things that's going to, uh, I'm going to remember forever um, when I'm dealing with other people. Um, um, and they, I do a chair, like I said, I do a charity walk with them every year. I've raised close to six grand in the past five years for them. That's um, great. They bring educational programs to schools to, to help you learn the warning signs in yourself and in others. Um, <clears throat> every year is difficult, especially in the winter. That's when people suffer from seasonal depression winter time in 2020 is just a freaking nightmare. Believe yeah. me. <laughs> um, so, and then lastly, men are just pretty much complete idiots when it comes to this stuff. We yeah. are the last ones to say we need help. Shut up. Just, just do it. If you think you're being weak because you need help, you're an idiot. You, you need help sometimes. Um, there's nothing you braver you can do than to admit that you need help. Go to the website, call the suicide hotline, call, do whatever you message one of your buddies and say, Hey, I'm not doing good. Yep. Um, we're not emotionally smart as a gender. <laughs> Just do it. Like I, Hey, I, I'd like to think I'm not afraid of most things. I need help sometimes. Yeah. The only thing I'm afraid of sometimes is, is my brain. Just if you need help, just do it. And uh, somebody somewhere cares that you're still around. And if you really think they don't, I'm telling you right now, I do. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I care that you're still around. Um, it, I, I'll see papers. Uh, I'll see articles in the paper or on the news about somebody who, uh, who couldn't fight anymore. I have to sit down and cry. It, it's the one thing that gets me, you know? So don't think nobody cares. Even if I don't know you, I care. Get some yeah. help. It's going to be the one day something's going to happen where you're going to say, holy crap, I am so happy I'm still here. I promise you. I've been through those days where it seems like who gives a damn. And here I am running for effing mayor. Like, <laughs> it's, it's worth it. I'm running for mayor. I'm talking to Derek freaking Britain, drinking a Paps Blue Ribbon. It gets better. Yeah. And hell, I'm going to have some shitty days after this. But it's a, you know, get help. And like Michelle Taroli just said, end the stigma. That's why in the interviews, I make it a point to say I have these problems. I don't give a damn who knows it. I wake up every day and deal with it. It, yep. it, it is what it is. And I did want to say thank you for letting me talk about that because it's super important to me. And I managed to do it without having to cry. So that's awesome. No, that's, that's, uh, it's, it's super important. And I, I completely agree. And, uh, I think it's great. You know, I think that organization sounds wonderful. I'm going to check it out also afterwards. And, uh, you know, feel free after we're done, even, you know, throw links in the comments so people can, you know, take a look at those resources because I think it is important. Derek, I'm going to expect two things from you. One is a campaign donation, and two, 
whether it's a virtual walk or not, you're going to be getting my walker link too. So you better, I know you got a newborn, so I'm not, I'm not going to press you for a lot, but like five bucks, you know, I, I five bucks. You know? I think I could do that. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a, that's a definitely worthwhile cause. Like I said, I, I think education piece of it is super, super important and ending the stigma, you know, I think is super, super important. Uh, men and women and, you know, gender neutral folks. I think every single person, you know, uh, at some point goes through some really, really uh, tough times and needs some help uh, in one way or another. And it shouldn't be, you know, you break your leg. No one asks why the hell you did, you know, you go into the doctor's. I, it's just as important, if not more sometimes, uh, you know, to, to seek help. And even just if you don't know where to go on your own, just like you said, talk to a friend that might know, take a look at this, uh, you know, this website we're going to post in the comments here afterwards. I think it's just the most important thing, you know, to do is uh, really trying to make sure that we can talk about mental health in the future. And it's a good conversation. You know, if, if anybody watches this and they, they happen to be struggling and they think they don't have anybody to talk to, I don't. I don't give a damn. Call me on Facebook Messenger. I I don't give a damn what time it is. I will I might be a little groggy. I might be a little cranky at first, but like I, I I've raised what close to six. I said it's close to six grand in five years. I I don't care if all that money's only helped one person. If it's helped one person, I would work twice as hard over the next six years. I it uh there's nothing. You know, you break your arm, it's scary. There's nothing scarier when uh, than, you know, your own thoughts being the enemy. Um, yeah. And uh, shout out to my family, friends, and girlfriend. Uh, you know, we all we all need those people uh, who brighten our days. Um, and Paps Blue Ribbon, who uh, <laughs> is sponsoring me, should be donating to my campaign any second now. Yeah, I, I hear they're uh, they're you know going to be in the comments talking to. Yeah, uh, is it delicious? No. Does it get the job done? Absolutely. Paps through the ribbon. That's perfect. Nice little plug there. <laughs> I'm sued after this, but whatever. <laughs> no, no, they. Uh, I, I. It's funny. I know uh, uh, Spike and and uh, Matt on Muddied Waters do the uh, kind of the same thing on on theirs. <laughs> I haven't heard about any suits they've gotten. You know, I know Spike pretty well, so uh, he he hasn't mentioned anything in the past. So <laughs> I am waiting to get on Spike's podcast. Uh, Brian is his media guy is supposed to be getting back to me in the next couple of days. So hopefully, I'll be talking to Spike sometime in the next month or two, and uh, hopefully, I uh, you know don't become the most hated man in politics. As everybody loves Spike, so I just got to play nice and make sure you know. Yeah, it's going to be tough uh, playing opposite of Spike. So actually in three weeks, uh, Spike will be on uh, this podcast uh, as well. I uh, just got with Brian uh, this past week and, and uh, Spike will be, be here. So, you know, it's I worked on Spike's uh, the social media no, team for, for no, the last election. I knew you were going to ask how, how the. No, I, guess no I, I get it. I'm just saying if Brian happens to watch this, Brian, you're messaging everybody back. But then I get an email back that says we're still figuring it out. I mean, I, I know I'm just running for mayor, my man. But like, <laughs> come on, I'm like the biggest Spike fan, you know. Let's let's get it let's get it going here. He is a he is a very busy guy. I know now. Uh, there's there's some uh, hardest working man in the party. Which, yeah, yeah. I I love the you know the culture of winning, and I I think there's mm -hmm. there's 
a good message there. I'm hoping to talk to him a little bit more about, you know, how do we how do we cultivate that that culture um, within the Libertarian Party and, and kind of helping permeate that through to other third parties and how do we build bridges with them and, and all that. So yeah, it'll be good. Um, but no, I, I, is there any other, I, I want it, we're kind of uh, running up against the uh, the time here, but I wanted to ask you, is there anything else you'd like to to kind of throw out there about your campaign or another plug to donate or, or whatever? Uh, floor is yours sure um lastly i'll say of course i need money for signs t-shirts and as bonnie flaherty so aggressively said pens uh because that was her idea um go to www.getsformayor.com that's the number four mayor.com gets is g-e-t-z there's a donate button there you can donate real easy um also, I would uh, urge you to go to A as in Adam, F as in Freedom, S as in Sam, P as in Pandemic, unfortunately, uh, .org. Uh, donate to them. Uh, they truly do help a ton of people who are suffering from uh, mental health crises. And if you're thinking, hey, times are tough, only donate. I can only donate to one, go over to them. I'll figure out my mayor run stuff, but if you can only donate to one, Go to the AFSP. They do incredible stuff. Um, they, they're literally keeping people alive. So if you can, hey, donate to both. If you can only do one, go to, over to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. They're great folks over there. I know a lot of them. Um, and uh, that's all I got for you. I'm just a wild-haired guy with a beard who likes politics and charity. No, that's that's perfect. And it was uh, great talking. Yeah, like I said, I know uh, we're going to be talking more uh, in the future here. Um, I hope you have a wonderful night. And, uh, like I said, if there's anything else you want, throw, throw it in the comments. Uh, you know, feel free. People watch this typically uh, a lot afterwards as well. So any people will, will read up in the comments and, and see what you have to say, but I want to thank you and, uh, say good night, man. Have a good one. Thank you for having me on. I can't wait to be back. Yeah, absolutely. Catch you later. You too. Bye-bye. So that was Joel Getz uh, for Mayor of East Strasburg. Uh, it was a, a wonderful uh, conversation. I, I really do love um, not only his platform, but a lot of what Joel stands for uh, as a person. You know, it's it's one thing to uh, vote for uh, people based on just their principles, but also to, to vote for someone that actually does care about their community and, and wants to do the right thing uh, and is a good person. It's It becomes uh, a lot easier and and something that um, I think everyone should, you know, everyone in the post-political podcast family should uh, want to uh, try and help them out. So if you can, you know, I, I dropped the uh, link in the comments. Uh, if you are able to, you know, go there and, and donate uh, there or to the AFSP uh, Foundation. Um, no, I, I had a great time and I hope everyone else uh, enjoyed it. Um, like I said, take a look uh, in the comments if you have any questions uh, about either organization or the, uh, the run for mayor, please put it in the comments. I'll look at them. I look at them all the time. And, uh, if there's something in there that Joel needs uh, to answer, I'll, I'll send it right over to Joel, uh, and get it answered for you. And, um, as he also mentioned, if anyone out there is dealing with any, uh, sort of mental health, uh, issues and, and would like to talk, please feel free to reach out to myself. Obviously Joel said on the, while he was here, he'd love to talk to you as well. Um, you know, we're, we're here for folks and, and want to make sure that everyone, uh, is getting through, 
kind of the the holiday season that's behind us and in front of us, depending on which uh, holiday you celebrate, and also the new year. You know, times are tough through the winter, and and we want to be here for for everyone a part of our community. So, um, I hope everyone enjoyed it, uh, and and you know, like I said, ask any questions you want, and I hope everyone has a great night. Thank you.